What's shaking, my friends? Welcome to my podcast. I am the Trembling EMT, and this is my Parkinson's journey. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back. All right. So I was in, let's. So we're gonna do the mindfulness. Little excerpt on, not expert, expert, ex. Oh yeah, excerpt. I think that's the term. So, talk about food real quick, or talking about wellness, or yeah, talk about food first. What what to eat and what to avoid when managing your your, uh, Parkinson's disease, and then we're gonna get into wellness for patient and partner and care partner, and then we're gonna talk about the rewriting the rule book. Fun stuff. All right. So, learning to manage your symptoms of Parkinson's can be a challenge. If you've just been diagnosed with this neurodegenerative disorder. Like I said at the beginning, just managing your symptoms and just realizing what your symptoms are. Like the, the other day, or last Tuesday, I was sitting here reading the sleep disorder and what sleep disturbances comes with Parkinson's and the nocturnal something or the other, the night sweats. No clue that that was, that's another thing that I can trace my symptoms well before the diagnosis. Yeah, so right now I'm up to 10, almost, yeah, 10, 11 years before my diagnosis. I think the realization that the night sweats was from um, the Parkinson's, I think I can go back another another two or three years. So, so far, 12, I'm going to say 12 years. I'm going with the number 12. Nice round, even number. That I'm a fat and I think of donuts. Dozen donuts. All right. So... 50,000 people being diagnosed with Parkinson's each year in the U.S. Thousands of individuals are just beginning to learn what to expect, what things to avoid, what types of food to eat to manage Parkinson's, eating the right foods combined with medication and healthy habits, exercise, can help you manage such, such things as rigidity, tremors, postural instability, dystonia, among other among other others to improve quality of life. So to support brain health and body health or to support oh my god. To support brain, heart and body health. Things to do and things not to do. Vary your food. Vary your food. Eating different types of food would ensure you Consume the essential vitamins and minerals that you need to manage your Parkinson's. Increase your fiber intake. Consuming high-fiber vegetables and food aids in digestion, ease constipation, and help with feeling full longer. Hmm, interesting. Eat more whole grain foods such as brown rice, pasta, whole wheat bread, oatmeal, and crackers. So uh, I love oatmeal. I'm all, well. I'm not always eating oatmeal, but I eat oatmeal a lot. 
and yeah. Um, another thing is brown rice. We switched to brown rice in my house, so we brown rice, quinoa, and I think there's another. Oh, couscous. And um, those are the. I think couscous is high in fiber too. But those are uh, the brown the whole grain pasta the. Was it whole grain pasta or wheat pasta? There was time. No, it wasn't the regular pasta. We went through a hell of a time. Hell of a time uh, getting, finding uh, a good, uh, a good uh, pasta that we liked. That was um, whole grains, whole wheat. All right, things not to do. Oh, see? So, well, let me read it first before I go on my tangent. Things not to do when supporting brain, heart, and body health. As far as foods to avoid, the things not to do. Eat many sugary foods and drink and drinks as these are can have a negative impact in your immune system and in have a negative impact in your immune system. Opt for naturally sweetened foods, reduce your sugar intake and manage to manage your Parkinson's disease. I love sweets to begin with. In fact, like I mentioned before, but once I started the dopamine antagonist, I had the the most insatiable sweet tooth known to man. I just, it was bad. I stopped drinking, like literally stopped drinking soda for like three months because I didn't think it was sweet enough. And I started drinking Hawaiian punch everywhere I go, everywhere I went for dinner at home because of the sweetness. Sour Patch Kids was my, the worst. I'd buy boxes and boxes and I'd sit there and eat like just the regular, the, the movie size boxes. Sit at the couch, table, wherever. Sometimes I'd do it standing. And I would devour the whole box by myself. And devour it to the point where I would eat it so fast that it would give me a stomachache. And then proceed to complain that my stomach hurt because I ate the, the Sour Patch Kids too fast. But that would, But then I'd do it an hour later or the next morning or the next day. It was bad. And yes, I said morning. Like, I would wake up and see an open box of uh, Sour Patch Kids. I'd have a bunch. I'd grab, like, two or three, like, a little pinch of Sour Patch Kids. And uh, I'd eat it for breakfast on my way out. It was horrible. But I digress. So, things not to do. Eat too much protein. Consuming Sorry. Eat too much proteins. Don't eat too much proteins. Consuming a lot of beef, such as eating lots of beef, fish, or cheesy or cheese may affect may affect the effectiveness of certain Parkinson's medication. 
Plan on having more vegetables and carbohydrates during the day and stick to the appropriate serving size of protein during dinner time. So I think we were talking about this in my last support group. If you're going to have your medication, either have it have the meal a half hour before you eat or an hour after you eat. Because what, what happens is the protein takes more to digest if I'm, I think I have something on gut health, but if the proteins take longer to dissolve or break down, which doesn't let the medicine get absorbed by your stomach, which then your medication is not effective and then your off time is longer or you start or you get off times because you're eating with your food. So half hour before you eat, if you're having proteins, like if you're going out to a steakhouse, before you leave your house, depending how far the the steakhouse is, have your medicine. And then, or have it an hour after you finish eating that big steak. All right, what else? What else don't you want to do? Consume too much sodium, trans fat, cholesterol, and saturated fats. That's a given. Ooh, eating or ease nausea. Consume hot. So this is what to do. Consume hot or fold food separately. Eat small meals throughout the day. Keep your head elevated to prevent upset stomach and chew every bite carefully. I think they say you're supposed to chew your food at least 30 times before you take or chew it 30 times before you swallow so to help with digestion. I could be wrong, but that's what they say. For nausea, things not to do. Drink citrus juice such as orange or grapefruit juice. Opt for antioxidant-rich non-citrus fruit juice such as those made with freshly pressed berries, mangoes, papaya, or watermelon. Ooh. That sounds like an awesome smoothie. Berries, mangoes, papaya, and watermelon. I'll take one of those, please. Certain foods contain high levels of vitamin C, which strengthen your immune system. Another thing not to do is eat. Eat when who would eat when? So it says eat when you're nauseous. Don't force yourself to eat when you're not feeling well. Eat until the ease of the. Wait until the ease. The oh my god. Wait until the queasy feeling passes or eat food at room temperature to avoid getting nauseated by the smell of hot foods. Alright. Stuff to do to manage other side effects. Drink a lot of water to avoid dehydration, induced headaches, and muscle tension. Drink green tea bone broth, or ginger tea to boost your immune system. So, 
Oh, no, I can't remember. So, I was having, or kind of still am, having a problem with... Or, not urinating, but, like, the urge of having the sensation of urinating and then my bladder not telling me that I have to urinate till it's too late. And then, like, literally, literally knocking my kids over to get to the bathroom when I get home. It is... So I started going to a urologist. I think I had mentioned this before in one of the podcast episodes. And I don't know what the terms of it is, but regular tea is not good for you if you have bladder issues. But if you drink green green tea, it's better. And I forget why. So I switched. So I'm, a, once again, the sweet. Addicted to iced tea because of the sweetness. And... I tried switching, or I had bought the case of um, 16 ounce or 32 ounce Arizona bottles. Bought a case of it. Was drinking it, two bottles a day, knocking kids over to go to the bathroom. Switched to the Arizona green tea with honey. Not as sweet. But the feel, oh, that was a loud, explosive. Not a lot of, wasn't sweet, but the sensation of being full and running to the bathroom to knock people and knocking people over had diminished. Like it wasn't as bad as when I was drinking the tea. Did I close my, I think I just closed my watch party. Oh no, there goes my watch party. See who else is watching. Hey. So, got a couple of viewers popping in and out. Hello, viewers. Um, so, yeah. So, if you're a big tea drinker, green tea is better. If you're Parkinson's for bladder issues, than regular tea. Hey, Danielle. How are you? How's Jersey EMS treating you? All right. So back to my list. Saying hi to my watchers. Bone broth. I don't think I've ever drinking bone broth. Or ginger tea. Ooh, my arm is stiff. Things not to do when managing side effects. Drink alcohol, coffee, or any caffeinated beverage to avoid having sleep issues. Yep, that is true. What else is on here? I think that was it on the foods to... All right, so mindful diet. I had it up here. Where'd it go? I don't tell me I lost it. Mindful eating 101. 
So what is mindful eating? I don't think this is the one that I wanted to talk about. Stand by. I know. I said it last time. I was going to be more prepared. So I wouldn't have to look through things. And you guys have to listen to Dead Space. But. Alright. There it is. The Mindful Diet. How to transform your relationship with food for lasting weight loss and vibrant health. It was written by Ruth Wallover, PhD. Oh, Beth um, Reardon and Tina Hannon. It's uh, the first book that combines health, health psychology with cutting edge nutrition research to deliver up to the minute methods for eating mindfully breaking the yo-yo diet. For those who don't know the yo-yo diet is, you go, you lose weight, you gain weight. You lose weight, you gain weight. You're like a yo-yo, up and down, up and down. It's, uh, It's easy on the occasion to eat too much food, to eat quickly, and eat for comfort. That is something that we do a lot in this country. Eat for comfort. Because you feel good, you eat. You want to celebrate something, you eat. You feel sad, you eat. You want to forget something, you eat and drink. So, that is a bad habit that we have. Or you just eat junk food. That's another thing. But the increasing number of people are this but for increasing number of people, this behavior is the norm, not the exception. Every year millions of Americans vow to lose weight and get healthy but aren't to lose weight but aren't able to overcome the largest roadblock of these challenges. Ingrained eating, ingrained, ingrained eating habits. It's hard to break a habit, whether good or bad, it's hard to break it. Most diets don't address the root of unhealthy behavior. And they also can't, can damage self-worth as those trying to lose weight repeatedly cycle through success and relapse. Now, for the first time, two leading experts from Duke Integrative Medicine have offered a new platform for eating and health, a step-by-step program that dismantles old patterns, provides new tools for making healthy choices, and fosters deep internal motivation. Hmm. Grounded in scientific research, the Mindful Diet explains how the how what we choose to eat and drink affects the body on the biochemical level. We are what we eat. Simple as that. And how we can become and uh, and how we can become aware of our own internal signals 
through the practice of mindful mindfulness instead of an all or nothing approach to eating and i always tell people you have to eat to lose weight some people are like oh i stopped eating i'm trying to lose weight i'm not going to have lunch i'm going to skip this i'm going to skip that preposterous preposterous that is my take on not eating Uh uh-uh. Someone says they're not watching me. Sorry, got distracted. Let me send them the link. All right. Where was I? Um, oh. all right. Through the practice of mindfulness, instead of the nothing, the all or nothing approach to eating, which, oh. Okay. All right, so. All or nothing approach in which eating, in which dieting becomes an exertion of willpower. The mindful diet focuses on many variables that drive our habits, including stress, unhappiness, and even unconscious beliefs, and provide a roadmap to a sustainable change. Loaded with a concrete meditation exercise, behavioral techniques, Nutrition Advice, and Meal Planning Charts. Mm-hmm. This book provides the tools to avoid craving, stop emotional overeating, and figure out when you are full. Lasting weight loss and healthy living begin in the mind, and now you can learn how to reprogram your body, make healthy choices, lose weight, and keep it off for life. I am ordering a copy of this right now. What is that? To purchase purchase a copy of the copy of the Mindful Diet, How to Transform Your Relationship with Food for a Lasting Weight Loss and Vibrant Health, please contact. And it says, actually, I'm going to post this on the Facebook chat. So if you're if you're um, watching or if you're listening to this, go check out the Facebook, and it'll be the. Oh my God! I can't copy this. All right, we're gonna take a break and come back while I try to copy this and stop shaking, and then we're gonna talk about wellness and wellness patient and care partner. I'll be back. Well, folks, thank you for tuning in. This has been my podcast, My Parkinson's Journey. And as always, I am your host, the Trembling EMT. Stay strong, keep moving forward.